It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm gonna get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Well, good morning and welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports as we kick off this Thursday morning. Glad to have you with us. We have got rain in Central Texas and wind and all kinds of stuff. So it uh, it is here. Now, Ward promised rain yesterday and did not deliver. But today... I got some yesterday. You did? Yeah. Oh, we didn't get a drop. Not a drop. Really? No, not a drop here at the studio. That I know of, uh, and no, no rain at not, home. Not a heavy rain, but I got, I got, a, you know, a quick little shower. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that uh, this rain kind of dust off the the vehicles from from over the weekend. Did you? I mean, vehicles like crazy. Yeah, mine was filthy Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, and it was worse up north in the Metroplex. Yes. So there you go. Uh, glad to have you with us. Good morning, Ward. How are we? Good. Ryan? I'm great. How are you, Tom? I'm terrific. I did not know this, but I do now. Today is National Egg McMuffin Day. Did you know that? No. Crowman from from Shooter FM has been wandering the building looking for Egg McMuffins, thinking that somebody may have delivered some here because today is Egg McMuffin Day. Okay. So... I I'm, said I'm I'm, wait, I'm waiting for National Ribeye Day, and then I'll be. <laughs> there is one, <laughs> I'm sure. So egg McMuffin Day. Are you an egg McMuffin guy? No. You? No. Sausage and biscuit. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll take one of those. Yeah, me yeah. too. I love Mickey D's sausage and biscuit. Mm-hmm. If I if, and a cup of coffee, they and, got great coffee. And their hash browns. If goodness. I'm there, it's it's the hash brown and bacon egg and cheese biscuit. Like it. Ah, okay. But they do have great coffee. Their man, pancakes. oh man, yes, they, they have too. great coffee. Their pancakes are good, too. Are they really? Hot mm-hmm. cakes. They're good. See, when I find something I like, I just can't get off of it. So I'm I'm, I'm the sausage and biscuit dude. And a cup of coffee. Let's roll. You ever had a McGriddle? I like those. Are they? Are they good? Mm-hmm. Huh. I really like those. Now, what's our address? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so it, we, we've, we've got that way. But you were telling me, Ward, that there's several other major. We ought to have, like, school ought to close today. It should be a national work. Everybody should be off. There's so many cool things going on today. Mm-hmm. Well, they they have something every single day. Yeah. And most days it's a handful of national days nowadays. But what were you telling me about the Alamo? Today's the day? Yeah, today's the day. Today's Texas Independence Day, for one. Well, there you go. We need to shut her down. School's out. Should be. Yeah, school's Radio out. Radio should be out. Radio should be out. Let's go home. Let's go to the golf course. Oh, even better idea. Yeah. But no, we can't. It's raining. I'll play in the rain. <laughs> what else do we have? Uh, other things today is American Citizenship Day. Okay. International Rescue Cat Day, uh, James Roland Webster Day, National, you'll like this, Banana Cream Pie Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, National 
Hospitalist Day, uh, National Old Stuff Day. I wonder what that is. You ought to know. Uh, National Ooh. Read Across America Day. Uh, National Walter Day. I guess that that's your day name. Your Walter. Walter. Yeah. Um, National Peasants Day. National Toddle Waddle Day. Whatever that might be. World Teen Mental Wellness Day. And Read Across America Week. There you go. There's a lot of good stuff today. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of thinking about that pie (laughs) and that McMuffin Uh and a cup of coffee. Wouldn't that be a good go? Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, just thought we'd pass that along. (laughs) Yeah, they've, I think they've gone almost to the point of being overboard now. I didn't know that we had that many activities every day of the calendar year. Yeah. But you said there's a website that will tell you everything you need to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. National Day Today is the one I'm on now. And there may be there may be others out there. From the CNC Collision Center text line. From our 903 area code, McGriddle is the king of breakfast sandwiches, but on Texas, it's all about the burrito. Ooh, a Ooh. breakfast burrito. Come on with it. That does sound good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. What's your What's your go-to filling for a breakfast burrito? All soups. No, I mean, like, what do you like in your burrito? Just the, the bean and cheese burrito from Allsup's. It's good 24-7. Oh, no, no. Breakfast burrito's got to be egg, sausage, bacon, mm-hmm. maybe a little chorizo. Yep. No cheese on mine, thank you. I'll take the cheese. Yes, give me all the cheese and you want. And then hot sauce it all up. Rock and roll. Whew. Yeah, so, good call, 903, on the breakfast burrito. I'll tell you this, and I know uh, – Man, oh, man, you, you talked about the convenience store uh, burrito. The the taquito at Whataburger is a good go. Hard to beat. Too bad they only sell it from 11 p.m. to, what, 10 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But that's a, that's I, I a good I might get that any time of day. <laughs> I know. That's a good go, isn't it? That could be lunch. The, the, old, the old taquito, man, you can't beat that. Good call, 903, with the burrito. That may be our our little theme today on our CNC Collision Center text line. What's your favorite breakfast dish? You know, if you you know, particularly if it's like you're in a hurry and you're you're zipping through, or you going to, what are you going to go do? I don't know that you can beat a, a breakfast burrito. Now you ju- you're just doing a straight up burrito. Yeah, w- w- yeah. I mean, which is fine. I mean, if that's your breakfast burrito, or you, you know, but that's oh. a twenty four seven deal. Yeah, if all, you're, if you're all traveling. You're traveling. That's you, but you we don't have any of those around here. Fixing to. Are we really? Mm-hmm. And they just opened one in Whitney like two weeks ago. Really? Too. So I was going to say that's probably the closest place. Yeah. Most probably of them too. are out west, aren't they? Like yes, Hamilton, Lampasses. Stephenville. Stephenville. Yeah. That's yeah. where they started. Is it really? Mm-hmm. They're good. Huh. I, I, I didn't know. So we're, we're getting yet another line of convenience stores <laughs> in, in our <laughs> – go figure <laughs> – uh, let's see. My five-year-old, this is Tim. My five-year-old daughter got mad yesterday. She couldn't have a sausage biscuit from Whataburger at lunchtime. <laughs> well, well, Tim, 
go get her one now, and she can reheat at lunch. If the kid wants it, give it to her. Yeah, I don't know. Didn't they used to do a limited breakfast menu there for a little while? They tried that, and I guess it didn't work. I don't know. I don't I, know. I always thought they did 24-hour breakfast. No, 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 no. I know you can't get the taquito 24 hours. No, uh, no, that's that's a special deal. Tim said, <laughs> so I guess they went there for lunch, and she wanted the uh, she wanted the um, the sausage biscuit, and they, they nixed that and made her mad. I don't blame her. No, I don't either. <laughs> So today, Tim, be a good parent. <laughs> but it's not as good warmed up. No, I get that. But, I mean, it's better than nothing. So zip through there sometime this month. How about month. just take, let her out of school today and take her to Whataburger early? Well, that, that works, too. That works, too. So, uh, you know, I love this radio show. I mean, came in here to talk high school basketball, and we're talking taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's the way it goes. Let's see. What is this one? Uh, uh, the Your burrito takes are so, are so wrong. Get yourself a Fuzzy's breakfast burrito. That's a good one. We've yeah. had them. Yeah, we, we had we, one we were with there. the remote. What, when were we there? Uh, a month ago? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little longer? They're very good. Yeah. Or uh, even better than that, hit up your mom for a pop for a uh, – and pop for what? I can't even read that. I don't even know what that is. I, anyway, so we'll, we'll move on. But uh, hit up your mom and, and uh, anyway. But he's right about the fuzzy taco thing. That's that's a good go. You'll like that too. All right. Now that we've covered all of that, uh, we'd love to hear from you. I mean, if you got a favorite breakfast dish, we'd love to hear from it. Maybe hey, you know what? Maybe maybe y'all cook something at home. My wife does a. Uh, a uh, breakfast pizza that we do every Christmas morning. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, yeah. Uh, so if you want to jump in on that, we can, we'd can. we certainly love to hear from you. Uh, here's what we got for you today. RJ Achoa is uh, going to talk about the Cowboys with the, uh, with the uh, combine starting today and running through Sunday. Uh, we'll talk with uh, RJ Achoa about that. Uh, we'll also hear uh, on the program from Marcus Willis. We'll talk some La Vega basketball. Tomorrow's the day. State semifinals, 1.30 from San Antonio. Ward White on the call. We'll have it for you on our sister station, 104.9 FM, with a 115 pregame and, of course, a, a 1.30 tip. Now, uh, the way it looks, yeah, it, it could run a little late, but probably not. They they do a pretty good job of spacing uh, on these on these semifinals and finals. Uh, but you never know. So uh, be patient with us if we're running a couple of minutes late. But one fifteen for the uh, pregame and one thirty for the tip. Glenn Rose and La Vega, you've been doing the research. Mm-hmm. What do we got? I guess we got us a knockdown drag out, don't we? I, I think so. I mean, this is going to be a really good game. Glenn Rose, thirty nine and one, number one team in in the state. In, Who's their one loss? That was Fairfield. Fairfield. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it was. Very closely contested. Uh, this is a team that that scores inside a lot. They're very, um, they're very big. I mean, they've got some bigs down low that they work the ball into and work that offense. So, uh, if La Vega can keep them from getting in their half court offense, uh, that would be advantageous for La Vega coming up uh, tomorrow at one thirty. Uh, La Vega will want to run the floor and they'll want to play that defense and and try to trap them and get that. 
transition working, and if they can do that, they've got a really good chance. But if Glenn Rose can get in that half-court offense that they like to do and work the ball down low, uh, it's it's going to be a, a challenge for La Vega tomorrow. Is that what it's about for Glenn Rose, getting the ball down on the yeah. block? And, yeah. And, and, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, they've got a 6-4 and 6-1 down oh, on the post. Oh, mercy. Yeah. Really? So yeah, it's about lob entries, and, mm-hmm. and so you got to deny it out top, I guess. A yeah, little you got to try to keep the ball outside and and make them take the outside shot, which they can. I mean, they're good at three point shooting as well. But if they had their rather's, it looks like watching film that they'd like to work the ball down inside. I suspect that the pace and the tempo of this game is going to be really important. I would suspect that Lavega wants to go, and Glenn Rose wants to. Pump the brakes a little bit. Yes, it's exactly what they want to do. So whoever gets the tempo in their favor will have a, a, a strong advantage in this yeah. game. So Glenn Rose probably wants it low scoring, I suspect, and, and LaVega wants it high scoring? Uh, they're not afraid of scoring. They've put up some big numbers, but they just they don't they don't get out and run as much as LaVega would like to get out and run. Right. So LaVega's want so Glenn Rose is not gonna freelance a whole lot. They're gonna be in a set half court offense. Is that that's, right? that's what they want to do. Yeah, with, okay. with those bigs, you can't blame them. No, I get it. Yeah, I mean, take advantage of what you got. If you're six four and six one down on the block, mm-hmm. go to work. Yeah. So okay, one fifteen tomorrow, one thirty for the tip. So there you go. Uh, there was a. Uh, is it an upset? TCU beat Texas last night. Is that an upset? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, Miles at the point back for TCU. Now he didn't play particularly great. I TCU think sometimes. Didn't. Sometimes TCU. just having a guy like that back on the floor elevates your entire yeah. team. Well, TCU was good uh, last night, and Texas wasn't. That's the second consecutive loss for Texas as they lose to Baylor, and then they lose to TCU, and they lose their opportunity to play for a Big 12 title on Saturday. Your Kansas Jayhawks are the Big 12 champions again. What is that, like 17 Conference outright or shared conference titles in the last 20 years, something like that. So we'll get into that a little bit and talk some Big 12 basketball coming up in just a couple of minutes. And uh, we'll do that for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time. Your first word in sports. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business where, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, during it is Ram Truck Month. That's right. Welcome to March, Ram Truck Month. And uh, you can go by Alan Samuels and check them out. Ram Trucks have all the quality for work or play with impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride and a uh, luxurious feel, interior design, terrific. And, man, if you're looking for a, a truck that can do it all, we're talking we're talking Ram. That's right. At Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Come check out all the possibilities of a Ram truck for you. And if you uh you can do that uh, at uh, at Allen Samuels. And if they don't have exactly what you're looking for, they'll find it for you. Or better yet, they'll help you build it. They'll help you build that custom truck. They'll help you build that custom car or custom SUV or custom van right there. In the in on the showroom floor, that they can do that at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Ted Teague and his staff ready to see you on this Thursday. They're at two hundred one West Loop three forty. That's just down from Highway eighty four. Uh, you can give them a call if you got a question. Saying, "Hey, do you have a uh, a lime green Ram truck in stock?" You could ask that question if you wanted to. It's seven seven two one thousand. 
772-1000. Ask for Ted Teague and his staff, and they'll take care of you. Uh, Sean and, and, and all the, the fine sales folks uh, waiting to hear from you. Alan Samuels, and you can check him out at alansamuelsdcj.com if you want to check it out online, like right this very minute while I'm training a little bit. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Wilner and John Canzano, they got with the commissioner. And by the way, that's prompted me. I've now reached out to the Big 12 to try to get Brett Yormark on. I mean, my gosh, if he's going to be doing Pac-12 podcast, Aaron, <laughs> right? he should be on our show. For goodness sakes, he should be on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship of Baylor. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You okay, know I'm supposed to have good. your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't I turn didn't. her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Let's see how stupid that one sounds. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 720, 20 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Got another one here. You guys, I can't believe you guys don't remember, especially you, Ward. I can't believe you don't remember this. But uh, from the 254, uh, nobody could beat an Oso burrito from back in the day. Homemade thick tortillas and great ingredients used to be on LaSalle. There used to be one in Lacey Lakeview. And believe it or not, there used to be one in Stephenville. They were uh, – Never they, heard of it. They were Oh, good gracious. It was good stuff. Good stuff. So – uh, there's so there's one right there for your your favorite breakfast treat. This began, by the way, if you're just joining us, is today's National Egg McMuffin Day. Who decided, by the way, that it was National Egg McMuffin Day? Who decided what all these days are? I don't know. I'm thinking somebody from McDonald's went. You know what? Here we go. So I think they have like a, a discounted price on them. We're giving all this great publicity to <laughs> to, to the to the fine folks at Mickey D's. But Anyway, uh, if you've got a favorite breakfast treat, we'd love to hear from you this morning. 254-662-1660 on the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, all right, uh, so as we mentioned uh, last night, the uh, the Texas Longhorns lose to the TCU Horn Frogs, and that takes Texas right out of the mix. Now, they were trying, and they had an opportunity – to claim at least to share the title, the the title outright. I mean, they had some opportunities, but you 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 lost to to Baylor, then you lose to TCU last night, and now that hands the the championship over to the Kansas Jayhawks. And again, I believe it's like the seventeenth time that they've either shared or won the title outright. Seventeen out of twenty seasons. That's a dynasty, is it not? Well, yeah. What happened to the other college basketball dynasties? What happened to Kentucky? What happened to Duke? What happened to North Carolina? Well, Duke is playing pretty well right now. They had the first undefeated season on their home court in the history of the program this year. But you haven't seen them in the mix for a championship. I mean, it used to. in a few years. Now, in Carolina, struggling to make the tournament this year. Kentucky is, is, what, number 23 in the land? Uh, it, It just... I don't know. Are we ever going to see those those power? We talk about blue bloods. Are we ever going to see those just stay at the top with with the transfer portal? I think it's hard, don't you? Well, it, that's changed the landscape of everything in college athletics. It has. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing, but that's just my opinion. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm with you. Uh, one other quick note, and this is uh, this was a little. I, I didn't see this coming, but Iowa State has dismissed their their point guard Caleb Grill. It is a failure to meet the program's expectations. 
the the release went on to say we hold our players to a to high standards and there are expectations that our student athletes are held accountable for according to uh, according to the to the release but so he will not be at Waco on Saturday when the Bears and the Cyclones conclude the uh, the regular season it, now as far as we mentioned Kansas atop the uh, the the standings at 13 and 4 Kansas State beat Oklahoma last night soundly by the way and so Jerome Tang's team Baylor and Texas all 11 and 6 and I'm assuming that Kansas State would would hold the tiebreaker since they swept Baylor in the uh, in the two games this year. So I you know depending on what Texas does on Saturday and, and well it depends on what everybody does on Saturday to wrap up the regular season but right now you got a three-way tie for second between Kansas State, Baylor and Texas. TCU uh, has moved into fourth place all by themselves or fifth place all by themselves with a 9 and 8 conference mark. So uh it, Look, there's a lot to play for on Saturday when it comes to where you're going to finish in the conference standings, how that seeds you in the in the uh, in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. But more importantly, you want to be playing well, Ward. We've talked about this. You want to be playing well at the end of the year when it comes to the NCAA selection committee and not necessarily making the tournament. I think. You know, at least six are going to be there, probably seven, maybe even eight from this conference. But it's about where they place you in the tournament. Are you a two seed? Are you a three seed? You know, Texas has been on that two line for a long time. Does back-to-back losses take them off the two line? I don't know. You know, Probably not. Does, does Baylor, with uh, if they continue to – to, to play well and, and finish the regular season with with another win? Does that maybe take them? Are they are they bubble three to possibly two? You know, who knows? That's But that's what I think you're playing for more than anything else. Would you agree? It's positioning? Well, I think you've pretty much got most of your hay in the barn already right now. I don't think one game on Saturday is going to make a whole lot of difference um, in the committee's mind. The only thing that might make a difference if you – blow through the Big 12 tournament, which a lot of teams aren't going to really worry about because of that's going to be dicey if that moves you on a line very much. Um, so what you want to do is you want to play well and you want to stay healthy and you want to get ready for the big dance and position yourself to to make a run and see just how deep you can go. See if you can get to the Elite Eight where it all starts getting – Real interesting for your basketball team. Is there, in your opinion, a big difference between a three, a four, and a two? I think there's a big difference between a four and a two, but a two and a three, not so much. That second round game is what we're talking about. Uh, and that, that's assuming you get past the first round game, which you would think you would. But, hey, look, it is March Madness. Mm-hmm. So, But it, with that said, uh, you know, the higher the seed, the better your position is with that second and third round. And so we'll see. Uh, you know, how important is it to to ease up into that two spot or that three spot or the four spot or whatever? But I think that's really, from the top six teams in this conference, I think that's basically what what's at stake now. I, I think, as you said, <laughs> he's in the barn, at least for the top six, 
maybe seven, could be eight. I don't know. I mean, this is this is a really strong, strong league, and and we'll see what the committee thinks right now. Right, I, I, everything I've seen has about seven teams in it. I've looked at I looked at yesterday. I looked at about three or four different bracketologies, and and, and look at those brackets and. Most of them have seven teams in it. I think six is solid. Seven's a possibility. I don't think they get eight. I don't know. I mean, again, it depends on how how you play it. You know, at the, at the end of the year, and, and does one of those teams make that run? And you're right; it could get to eight if you have one of those teams in that seven, eight, nine position run through and win the Big 12 tournament. Because then it changes how, how you do well, things. Well, they get an automatic bid. Yes. And so that gets you that could get you to eight. So we'll see. I, just, I don't see that happening. You don't see it. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and it didn't happen, but it was, I mean, it's Kansas on their home floor and they're an eyelash away from getting beat by Tech the other night. I mean, it's. I think that's how good this league is up and down where six and seven can beat a one and a two. And we've, we've seen it. So, all right, 729, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about the NFL Combine. R.J. Ochoa from Blogger the Boys is going to join us next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baseball Bears home for a four-game series against Youngstown State this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, a doubleheader Saturday at 2, and a series finale Sunday at 1, Baylor versus Youngstown State. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. From the first workout to the last practice, sports is an incredible and rewarding challenge. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Ingham with the First National Bank of Central Texas, and we're proud to support each athlete, every parent, and our educators. From families, small businesses, to the biggest industry, we're here to help. With remarkable products like mortgage lending, we've got banking ideas that fuel big dreams. The First National Bank of Central Texas, familiar faces making local decisions. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The high school girls state basketball tournament starts today in San Antonio with the 1A, 3A, and 5A semifinals. The 2A, 4A, and 6A semifinals are tomorrow with La Vega playing Glen Rose at 1.30. In Big 12 basketball, TCU upset Texas 75-73, and Kansas State topped Oklahoma 85-68. Baylor, Texas, and Kansas State are all now tied for second in the Big 12 standings, two games behind first-place Kansas. Brian Flores can pursue a discrimination suit against the NFL. The league tried to move the claim to arbitration, but a New York federal judge has ruled the case should go to court. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 733, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You just heard Lark. Mentioned the uh, state tournament down in San Antonio, 1A, 3A, and 5A. That means Fairfield in action against Winsboro this afternoon, Ward at 1.30. So we wish mm-hmm. Fairfield the very best. Yeah, it, it kicks off in about an hour from now with the Indians of Huckabee taking on uh, Medicine Iron County ah. at 8.30 a.m. tip-off. Good 1A morning. semifinal. It's breakfast burritos and basketball this mm-hmm. morning. I can't wait to get down there. Yeah. Speaking of breakfast burritos, just a quick note uh, from the 512, Oso Burrito is still open in Lacey Lakeview. Just thought I'd pass that along. All right, let's talk some Cowboys football. From Blog of the Boys and ESPN San Antonio, we welcome into the program R.J. R.J., I know you're busy, but are you going to get to see some of the state basketball tournament? Uh, you know, I might not, but um, if, if I'm being honest with you, you mentioned breakfast burritos in the Altamec of the Woods. I know it's not a, a local spot by any means, but Fuego, there aren't a lot. And uh, anytime you can get some breakfast at Fuego, uh, whether you're going to the state tournament or not, you're living life the right way. So right. hang on. So Ward's making a note of that. You may want to text Ward uh, the address because he was just saying yesterday he was looking for a place to, to hang out and eat. So what's it called? Fuego's? Fuego. Spanish for hot, for heat. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. Speaking of hot, speaking of heat, uh, Mike McCarthy met the media yesterday. We're going to hear some of it later on, but uh, did you see that, and what was your big takeaway from from that, that press conference? Yeah, um, I'd say – 
you know, a lot of what McCarthy said was, was pretty chalk. Um, it's worth mentioning it was his first time speaking, obviously, um, really since the season ended, since his end-of-season press conference, and obviously since the Cowboys moved on from Kellen Moore and made the staff changes that they did. Um, and so it was predictable in a lot of ways, but um, the, the kind of quote that, that seemed to upset a lot of people uh, was the one that trickled out afterwards uh, about how he wants to run the ball, about how all Kellen wants to do is light up the scoreboard. I didn't, you know, I didn't have my feathers ruffled as much as most people on that. Uh, maybe I woke up on the right side of the bed. Uh, but uh, but it, it is clearly the Mike McCarthy era. The Cowboys are, are all the way in. And at the very least, you know, that's the way it should be. When you listen to him talk about, hey, let's let's give our defense a chance to rest. Let's let's get the ball, run the clock. I don't have to be the number one offense, as you just mentioned. Does that lean you toward that the Cowboys may look in the draft for a usable running back that they can count on in longevity to just be able to pound the ball and, and not necessarily have to have the big play capability? You know, um, I, I think that that's one way to interpret what McCarthy said. But, you know, I, I certainly – it's, it's hard for me to see a path where they, they take, say, Bijan Robinson in the first round. He's obviously the biggest name that's connected to them. Um, I, I don't think that that's, you know, I, I think that that quote is a little too literal, right? Like we want to run the ball. I, I understand what he's saying. I, I'm, you know, uh, Shane Steichen, the new Indianapolis Colts head coach, he had a, a great line in his press conference uh, when he was introduced. And he said, you know, we're going to throw the ball to, to score, but we're going to run the ball to win games. And that that's, I might be giving McCarthy a little bit of grace, but that's kind of how I understood what he had to say. I think he, you know, I, I don't view him as somebody who wants to run the ball more than he wants to throw it. I, I think he views the run game as an asset uh, to what the team has to do in the overall, just because they have so many goals. I mean, offensively, defensively, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I, I think that they believe in their, their prowess and their ability to run the ball, but I don't think that that suggests that they have to have a certain player, any kind of personnel specifically. Didn't he also say, and again, we're kind of, tearing down his 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 uh, press conference yesterday but didn't he also say that uh you know in 2022 they were more like what he he envisioned his football team to be than say maybe in 20 as far as being balanced they were more balanced in 22 which is kind of where he was headed with this thing in the beginning yeah and you know McCarthy as, as you guys know is a bit of a polarizing figure and he's somebody who people kind of hold things against um, so everybody loves to bring up, you know, in his first introductory press conference ever, how he added himself as this new wave analytical mind that he was best friends with all the, the PFF guys. Um, and so, you know, when you, when you come out and you say you want to run the ball, you don't exactly sound hip, you know, like, like you're in line with uh, modern thinking. It, it sounds a little bit old school. Um, and so this is also in, in some ways a deviation from what we've seen McCarthy be as an offensive play caller, but, but again, you know, I think we think of McCarthy and his offenses in Green Bay and what he's done in the past and, and perhaps what he has envisioned. And we think, well, he had Aaron Rodgers. They have to throw the ball a million times. And I mean, people evolve, people change. And I think that that's kind of what we've seen from McCarthy. I think he, he views the run game as, as, again, an element that can help them. And so, um, I, I, again, I'm, I might be being a little bit too optimistic. I'll, I'll say that it was not, you know, I'm, I'm having to stretch a little bit to kind of um, be welcoming to the quote. Um, but but it, it does seem like there is going to be a larger focus on, on running the ball in, in different situations at the very least. I, I think that you can argue 
um, that a lot of the interceptions obviously came, at least Mike McCarthy would argue, that they came because they were, you know, so focused on the air, on attacking, et cetera, et cetera. And there are pros and there are cons to that. And the Cowboys lived on the con end a little bit too often this past season. Should the Cowboys extend Dak Prescott and marry themselves to Dak for the long run? I mean, this is really not a, a big question to me. I, I think the, the answer is certainly, absolutely. Um, it's my belief that Dak Prescott's one of the, call it what you want, top seven, top ten, whatever quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm totally fine marrying myself to him for a couple of more seasons at the very least. Um, I mean, there is a con in that you are, you know, removing the ability to get out of this deal, right? And, and that's, you know, that's just kind of part of the game. Uh, but I, I would invite anybody who is against extending him to offer me their practical plan, their, their practical, you know, modus of operation, what, what happens next, because there isn't a plan. And that's not to say you do this just because you don't have a plan. I mean, the Cowboys, that, this kind of goes back to the Mike McCarthy situation. This is a, a joke I like to make a lot, at, at, you know, at our side and our podcast and things like that. I mean, the Cowboys in over the last three years, the McCarthy era, have had, I mean, literally, objectively, from a data standpoint, the number one offense in the NFL. That, that just can, It cannot be that the head coach sucks, that the offensive coordinator sucks, that the quarterback sucks. Somebody has to be good. So Somebody has to be the straw that serves the strength, and I, I would give a majority of that credit to Dak Prescott. And so I'm totally fine. Uh, making him a part of the Cowboys' long-term plans, particularly because it helps them in the short term. It helps them make themselves a better team here in 2023. Which is where I was going to go next. Don't they almost have to extend Dak? Because if they don't, then they're looking at, at what, $40 million, almost $40 million against the cap, which is, I mean, that's a huge number. Yeah, and not that this is important anymore, but it, it really shows how how much Dak won in the negotiations. There were a lot of people who, you know, either thought the opposite or were undecided two years ago when he signed his new deal with the team. I mean, it was a four year deal. He he won in that sense and it was a four year deal structured this way to where he could come back and, and get some more money. And he's not only gonna get more money, I mean the quarterback market has ballooned since then. I mean, because that's what it does. And that was why you know, so many of us petitioned back in 2019 for the Cowboys to get this stuff because it only rises. Market rate only increases. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you, you have to do this. There's no logical way you can support not extending back Prescott if you're interested in the Dallas Cowboys being competitive in 2023. Do you think that Ezekiel Elliott is in a Cowboys uniform when we hit training camp? Uh, I don't. Um, you know, I had a conversation on, on one of our podcasts that came out yesterday, actually, where, you know, my, my co-host was wondering, you know, say, and I'll actually ask you guys this, because right? my answer is no. But I'll, I'll ask you, do you think if the Cowboys cut Zeke, if, you know, whatever, they create the roster room, whatever, or the cap space, excuse me, and he doesn't sign with a new team. Say we get through April, May, June, right? You know, the all-star game in the MLB, NBA finals, everything's over. Cowboys are getting ready to head out to Oxnard and Zeke's still not on the team. Could you not see a world where he then signs like a one-year deal to return to the Cowboys and, and we start to hear, you know, murmurs about how he's in great shape and how the Cowboys actually never even got rid of his locker. You know, they, they knew that he, he might be coming back. This was kind of part of the plan. Could you guys not see that world? Yeah, I can. Absolutely. I, it, I for me, it would depend on Tony Pollard. If, if, if Tony Pollard is, is healthy in, in April, May, but you're not going to know till training camp if he's healthy or not. 
I mean, I still think they're going to draft somebody, and so you'd obviously be relying upon that. And it's a kind of a deep free agency class of the running back position. And and I said a moment ago, I'd be disappointed. And, and you know, you say things like that, and and you you know, when you pick a side as far as this logic is concerned, it, it kind of turns into you you know rooting against the player. And I I want nothing but great things for all players, obviously, and, and for them to get paid uh, and have success. But I would be disappointed if the Cowboys had these backs because it's it's not just a money thing. It's a you know it's an efficiency thing. Every touch for Zeke is is one in the name against offensive explosion, and and that's not what I want to see for the Cowboys. And so, sure, you could bring him back, you could restructure his deal, and I'm not trying to you know overlook the value that he brings to the locker room and, and how important he is in that sense, but. I mean, every touch for him is one less for Tony Pollard. Or if you trade for, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, or if you sign Odell Beckham Jr., the ball is is much better served in any of those players' hands than it is Zeke Elliott at this point in Zeke's career. Well, and I'll say this. I'm not the biggest Zeke guy, haven't been, but I'll say this. In pass protect, he's the best running back on the roster. He takes care of Dak when he's when he stays in to pass protect and I think that's a huge piece I'm fine with that and I'm, I'm sure they find admitting that but I mean if you're a running back I mean your number one job for me is to, to run the ball right <laughs> like to, to gain yards I mean to, to score touchdowns and I know he's scored a lot of touchdowns this past season but I mean he's he's not my sixth offensive lineman that's that's really kind of what this boils down to and so um, if, if that's the, and I know, you know, we're kind of being a little tongue in cheek here. If that's the biggest pro that we can give a running back, then, you know, I think that kind of says enough about the situation as a whole. What do the Cowboys have to do at linebacker this off season? I mean, I, I think they're probably going to see Leighton Vander actually. That would be my guess at this point. I would love to see him return, obviously. Um, I think they've got to have some sort of presence, though, whether it's Leighton, if he does walk, and they, they go pursue Bobby Wagner. I mean, they, they've gotten a lot of great play from the younger players. Obviously, Michael Parsons is in that group outside of being the pass rusher. But, I mean, Damone Clark came on strong. Jabril Cox has kind of been disappointing. Uh, Devin Harper, you know, didn't really show much as a rookie. But um, you've got to have somebody there. And, and particularly because having some stable presence at the linebacker position in general allows for Michael Parsons to float up front to rush the passer. So you can't just kind of chill here, um, whether it's Layton or Wagner or somebody else. There has to be a viable linebacker who they can count on to, to play 17 games. And, you know, you can argue that that's not even Layton Vanderish at this point. I mean, he's been very healthy for the last two years, but he did miss time this past season. So I understand being spooked there, but there, there's got to be some sort of floor that they raise so that they allow Michael Parsons to be more mobile. What, what is the schedule? It's, have have we heard a schedule? Have we seen a schedule where the Cowboys, where they know what they're going to do with with the the franchise tag, where they know what they're going to do with the draft board, and and I think those two kind of kind of go together. Uh, do they kind of have a, a plan of attack? Have you seen one? Have you heard one? When will we know? So the deadline for NFL teams to franchise tag players is next Tuesday. Um, and so we've, we've seen one tag placed across the NFL, Washington tagged Deron Payne. Um, and so, I mean, truth be told, there's no reason to do it until you absolutely have to, right? I mean, for all you know, you could get a long-term deal done between now and then, right? Um, so that's the first deadline. Um, the, the next kind of significant one is, is free agency. Free agency begins or the new league year begins on, on March 15th. That's a Wednesday. Um, the legal tampering period opens up two days before that, so that Monday the 13th. 
Uh, that's when, you know, we'll hear things like, you know, different, you know, terms were agreed to or whatever, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And so after that, I think is when we'll really start to kind of see, you know, what the Cowboys are going to do. Obviously, at that point, they'll kind of lock in and focus on the draft, but their OTAs will come in, into, you know, more clear view. Obviously, after the draft, they'll have their rookie minute camp. And, and then obviously, you know, we'll, we'll kind of blink at all those things I mentioned earlier. We'll pass and it'll be time for training camp. But uh, the next few weeks kind of serve to, to help calibrate what the next few months are going to look like. Do you think maybe in the late rounds, third, maybe fourth round, the Cowboys look at maybe the best guard? on the board for them? I think so. And and I think, you know, there are a lot of dominoes that have to fall, right? So we have to see, you know, the sequence that's going to fall over the offseason. And one of them is whether or not Tyron Smith is going to return. Um, and the Cowboys are kind of talking like that's going to be the case. Um, and if he does, you know, are you playing Tyler Smith at left guard? Are you playing Tyler Smith at left tackle? And Tyron is your swing tackle, you know? And, and so that affects your guard depth is, is kind of my point. Um, I, I think Connor McGovern, who's a free agent or about to be a free agent, is probably going to get a little bit more money than people might think that there's just not a lot of guard talent on the free agency market. So, um, you know, the, the laws of supply and demand work out well in Connor McGovern's favor this year. Um, but but so, yeah, I mean, they, they certainly need help along the interior there uh, because they're about to lose their highest point of depth. Connor McGovern, not just their, their backup level of interior as far as guards concerned, he's their backup center. And so they really have to find a guy. They've got Matt Farniak, who they took in the seventh round two years ago. Uh, but they've got to find, you know, it, it's a constant game of replenishing. And, and they are generally very good about that when it comes to the draft. But it wouldn't be uh, a bad idea to visit those things in free agency as well. Uh, good stuff as always, RJ. We appreciate it. Uh, what are you working on for the, uh, for the blog? Well, I thought about heading to San Antonio to cover the state championship, but I know you guys have that locked up for me. Uh, We're just, just, you know, getting ready for the combine, getting ready to, you know, we're tracking all the players that are visiting with the Cowboys, doing what we can to kind of read between those lines. Um, Obviously, drills start today. Uh, For a lot of people, that's when, you know, the action kind of chills out. You know, the combine is obviously important for for the drills, but um, it's also important because of the previous days that we've had where you hear from different NFL dignitaries. And so we're tying a bow on that and trying uh, trying to look into this crystal ball a little bit and see uh, what's on the horizon for the Cowboys. Good stuff. As always, uh, RJ Ochoa, blogging the boys. Hey, appreciate your time as always, RJ. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one. Have a great day. It is uh, 749. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears close the regular season Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Iowa State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. The Bellamy Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Bellmead is growing, and the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Bellmead a place for people to call home, as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay, and enjoy. Each year, the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says, Go Lady Pirates! My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The high school girls state basketball tournament starts today in San Antonio with the 1A, 3A, and 5A semifinals. The 2A, 4A, and 6A semifinals are tomorrow with La Vega playing Glen Rose at 1.30. In Big 12 basketball, TCU upset Texas 75-73, and Kansas State topped Oklahoma 85-68. Baylor, Texas, and Kansas State are all now tied for second in the Big 12 standings, two games behind first-place Kansas. Brian Flores can pursue a discrimination suit against the NFL. The league tried to move the claim to arbitration, but a New York federal judge has ruled that the case should go to court. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. So we were talking earlier about holidays, today being Texas Independence Day. Did mm-hmm. you know that also on this day in 1793, Sam Houston was born? Was he really? Born on this day in 1793 in Rockbridge County, Virginia. Here's a big old statue of, of, yep. of, of Sam on I-45. Isn't that the coolest thing? Mm-hmm. Massive. First president of the Republic of Texas and helped bring Texas into the United States as a constituent state in 1845. Also, on this day in 1951, the first ever NBA All-Star game took place at the Boston Garden, where the Eastern Conference beat the Western Conference 111-94. The MVP of that game, Ed McCauley of the Boston Celtics. Was that game as boring as this year's game? 
No. No, they <laughs> they definitely played defense. <laughs> I mean, one of the teams scored 94, for goodness sake. And also, on this day in 1962, Philadelphia center Wilt Chamberlain had his 100-point game against the Knicks in a 169-147 victory, the most ever by an NBA player in a single game. Will it ever be duplicated? No. No. I don't think so either. And that was before the three-point line, by the way. He's a big man. He's going to get it inside and go to work. He went 36 for 63 from the field, 28 from 32 at the free throw line. Lord, he shot it 63 times. <laughs> Unbelievable. His arms are tired. <laughs> wow. Man, 63 shots. <laughs> the 28 of 32 at the free throw line as well. And also, on this day in 1962... John Bon Jovi was born. He turned 61 today, born in Sayreville, New Jersey. Countless music awards and had four number one hits with his band Bon Jovi. These hits are You Give Love a Bad Name, I'll Be There for You, Bad Medicine, and of course, the song playing right now, Living on a Prayer. Bon Jovi, 61. Deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Yesterday, not to get off the subject, but yesterday... I felt really old because Kiss has announced the final leg of their farewell tour, mm-hmm. and they're going to be in Austin in October, October 29th. And I've already been scammering trying to get those tickets. What day does that fall on? It's a Sunday. So, okay, that's good. That, that'll work for you then. But also was reading the article, and Gene Simmons is 73 years oh old, my. and Paul Stanley 71. That's ridiculous. Ugh. Was that kills me? They did a. <laughs> he did a. Uh, a, a, a what, do you, what, what do you call a reality show? Didn't he for a oh, while? Oh yeah, yeah. Gene Simmons did. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it, it was real good. But anyway, Bon Jovi, sixty-one. Sixty-one on this day. Wow. March second. Today is also. Ben Roethlisberger's birthday. He turns 41 today. Born in Lima, Ohio. Steelers quarterback. Two-time Super Bowl champion. Six-time Pro Bowler. And two-time NFL passing yards leader. So happy birthday to John Bon Jovi and Ben Roethlisberger and Sam Houston. You could never sack Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know why. He wasn't very mobile. Nope. He wasn't fast. You just didn't sack him. He, it, was, it was uncanny how he was always able to make a play. Wow. All right. Uh, 7.57, three minutes away from 8 o'clock. It is also, what'd you say? It was uh, uh, Egg McMuffin Day? Egg McMuffin Day. National Banana Cream Pie Day. Yeah, that's a good one. International Rescue Cat Day. American Citizenship Day. Texas Independence Day, right? It is Texas Independence Day. National Old Stuff Day. Read Across America. Got some stuff. I mean, this is a big day. March 2nd. March 2nd. There you go. Dr. Seuss' birthday today as well. No way. Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Are you familiar with Dr. Seuss? Of course. Well, I didn't know. Yes, we we read him in in school. What was your favorite? Uh, Green Eggs and Ham, the classic. (laughs) Sam, I am. All right, 758. Here's J-Mo with today's Baylor Sports Beat. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's, will give you details. Plus, we are headed into Baylor Bold Weekend in Baylor Athletics. 
details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Truck Month, shop the greatest selection of new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks have all the quality for work or play. With impressive towing capabilities, heavy-duty payload capacity, smooth ride, and a luxury feel interior design. If you're looking for a truck that can do it all, come see the possibilities of a Ram truck. And if we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can help you build the custom car, truck, SUV, or van of your dreams. Shop AllenSamuelsDCJ.com or come in to see us today at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, and here on ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. It is our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's. Come join us and hear from Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and Baylor men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's tonight, beginning at 6, live from Rudy's. Today kicks off a big weekend in Baylor Athletics, equestrian hosting SMU today at 11. This is Baylor Bold Weekend. Here are details from Aaron Bean, Baylor's Associate AD for Strategic Marketing and Fan Engagement. So Baylor Bold Weekend was created last year, so we're back for year two. Baylor Bold is our um, in-game app, which means when you arrive, you can check into an event, you get points, there's awesome prizes if you happen to miss a giveaway that you really wanted. So we are trying to get people to use the app, right, and check in and, and earn those points. So next weekend is a great opportunity because we have 13 events going on. Wow. Starts Thursday with Equestrian and Sunday when we've got men's tennis, baseball, and softball going on. We've got basketball. And so when fans go, they can check in, get extra points, but then there's a punch card feature, which Ooh. is if you check into at least two events per day, Day, you'll have the opportunity to win a drawing with either a signed Baylor basketball with either Coach Drew or Coach Colin. Cool. We've got a baseball or bat with um, by Coach Thompson. Ooh. We've got some equestrian stuff coach um, signed by Coach Maxwell, and then some softball stuff by Coach Moore. So some little elevated prizes, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Nice. But then Saturday's the big ticket item. I big ticket item. We've got a big family fest tailgate going on. So from one to five o'clock. Um, so we've got men's basketball at eleven. You can leave the basketball game. Go check out baseball, softball, hang out at the family tailgate, and then make your way back over to the Barrel Center for the West Virginia game at 5 o'clock. So both basketball games are senior days. So we want to celebrate our yeah. senior class um, at both events. And so it'll just be a really great day to keep fans on campus, keep them engaged, um, and be able to explore so many different venues. If you have a ticket to men's or women's basketball, you get into baseball, softball free Ooh. on Saturday. Yeah. So that's great. You can just kind of pop in and out. And just really an opportunity to showcase all of our sports that are going on and make it fun for the fans. That's Aaron Bean, and it's Baylor Bold Weekend today through Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Rudy's and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
All right, couple of minutes after 8 o'clock, this is game time, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend, your pal, your buddy in the car business. Glad to have you with us, Tom, Ward, Ryan, and it is a wet, rainy Thursday morning. So if you're out and about, drive safely. If you're in and around those school zones, be especially careful as uh, – the, uh, the buses are dropping off kiddos, and there is rain and all that kind of stuff. So let's be especially careful in and around our school zones. All right. Uh, the uh, combines are underway in Indianapolis, and again, they run today through Sunday. And you can see that. If you've got the NFL Network, I think you can get five hours today, five hours on Friday, maybe as much as seven hours of it on Saturday. And, I mean, so there's there is a lot – of coverage when it comes to the combines. Uh, Mike McCarthy met with the media yesterday. One of the things that he talked about, Ward, I wanted to get your opinion. You've been in the coaching business. Take your personal feelings for Dak Prescott out of the equation. Mike McCarthy said that he thinks a different voice for Dak Prescott will do him some good. You agree or disagree? I don't know what it could hurt. I mean, it, it, and it's going to – it's a wait-and-see situation, and that's how the head coach feels, and he feels confident that he can be a better liaison for Dak Prescott. Then, you know, you have to have to trust in what he feels like is is the best for his football team until proven otherwise. I, I again, I wasn't a Kellen Moore fan, so I may be the wrong one to ask. I just I don't think Kellen Moore ever really set anything up to do anything else. He just threw darts at a board a lot of times. Now, we'll say he put the seatbelt on when they had Cooper Rush in, and he called a calmer game with Cooper Rush, and you saw how proficient this offense could be. But once he got Dak back, he went back to a lot of the yo-yo motions and smoke and mirrors that – probably aren't as necessary and he did reach into his little bag of tricks a few more times the one thing i found interesting yesterday and and well there's a couple of things uh mccarthy one of the things that mccarthy did talk about was that he had you know as we mentioned you know hey you're the head coach you should have final say well he he without being asked he talked about that he talked about having you know hey look you know Ultimately, this was this was you know I, I could have done anything I wanted to, and and he chose to let Kellen run with with the football, so to speak. Now, a ton of changes to this offensive football team this year. Uh, you're going to have some player changes, so as far as personnel is concerned, and clearly you're going to have a change on the offensive staff. They've had they had a, a multiple coaching changes on the offensive coaching staff. He talked about this the change and the new look with the Cowboys for, for 2023. Really, our, our approach so far is really going back to like day, day one if we all just arrived there. Obviously, you know, we got a number of new coaches uh, on the offense. So, um, yeah, we're, you know, we played really good offense the last three years. Um, like I said, I, you know, you look at our numbers just just in the run game from year one, year two to year three. This is, you know, I feel like we're in the in the in the arena of how we want to play. Um, so it, it'll be really just building off of that. You know, it's you know we're not looking to have more than probably 30, 35 percent is, is kind of the number we've been hovering at. Is how much change 
uh, we want um, for the current players. So yeah, we're not looking to have wholesale changes. No, no, we're, yeah, it's we're gonna we're gonna save the language. Yeah, at the end of the day, the, the offensive system, the outlook is clearly on making the quarterback successful. You know, starting point of that is always the run game and in the protections. And, and frankly, um, we we've have spent the majority of our time uh, on protection and pass game right now. So um, have a lot of work to do. So 30 to th- and again, he didn't want to go deep into the weeds, and you get why. I mean, he didn't want to give away the plan in uh, in March. But what was your take there when on 30 to 35 percent tweaking of the offense, the rest remains the same, and the terminology, which I think is probably smart, is going to remain the same. Well, I it's, some of it will, and and I you know it's it's going to. It's going to look completely different under Mike McCarthy than it did under Kellen Moore. Make no mistake about it. It's not going to be the same. He also said, look, I, I would rather have a good offense. I'm not interested in having the number one offense. Not interested in it. He said that yesterday. He wants to have the number one defense, and the way to do that is to protect that defense by running the football and chewing up the clock. And so – Get ready. This offense is going to look different, and I, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I and I, I don't think you don't put everything on Dak Prescott's shoulders, and you be able to help him out by going and finding a usable running back. And that's why, if they got Robinson in the first round, I'd be ecstatic. I think that that's what they need to do, and be able to establish a strong running game and then utilize that to set up your passing game, take advantage of the tight ends you have, find you a number two to go along with CD, and I think your offensive line is pretty close right now. So I, if you just go on what he kind of said in between all that, this, this offense has the opportunity to – let the defense win football games for him. Are you a believer in a 100% Tony Pollard? If he's 100%. No. Why not? I just I don't I don't think that he's I don't think he's the type of guy that I want back there. I want a a guy that can go through the tackles and make the yardage that I need to make and move the chains. I thought he did this year. No, he didn't. Yes, he, he did. ran on the edge. No, he did not. Okay. He, he go look at the charts. I've watched a lot of film and he he did not run through the inside of the tackles as well as I would like him to. Well, I wouldn't sit here and argue. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying I don't. I'm not a fan of Tony Pollard. He does some great things. He's a good change of pace. Change of pace back. You agree with that? I. I, I don't know. I, I agree that he's a good change of pace back. I guess compared to when you have Zeke, who's the you know short yardage, tough yardage guy, and then having. Pollard in there with the explosiveness, but I, I, I disagree with Ward. I think I think he could carry the load. I, I, I really do think he does at 100%. Has he ever had the opportunity with Zeke there to be the feature back? Nope. Except when Zeke was hurt. Yeah. And he ended up being your leading rusher on the season. I, I just – I'm not a fan. I think he's a change of pace guy. Okay. Some like, I don't think he can carry the load, and maybe he can't. Uh, will we find out? Is the question? 
I mean, are they going to sign him? Are they going to tag him? I hope they don't. I hope they let him go. Or are they going to let him go and go draft? Because if you let Zeke go, which I think most people think is going to happen. That's going to happen. And you let Pollard go. Then you got Malik is your only experienced running back, and he's got a handful of carries. And he's not your guy. I think they're looking in free agency right now, and I think that they're looking at the draft board right now. And I, I... I think there's a couple of backs out there that would be very, very good for the Cowboys to look at in free agency. Mike McCarthy again talking about the Cowboys and what they might look like. No, I I just think like anything, um, you know, everybody has plays, everybody has concepts. You know, we we were every every player and coach you have tendencies in this league uh you're you're ignorant to think that you don't um you know and it'll be no different for myself um but you know it's just how how you attack on the other side so uh there's some things that conceptually that that i'll believe in more in situational football than than may have happened in the last you know three years but you know let's let's be honest i mean you know um i had all the input that i wanted the last three years too so i I think clearly when you look at the way kellen coordinated in 19 um i mean just look at our run totals the last three years you know it you know we were were different offense in 22 and we were in 2020 and and that was part of the evolution of being more balanced more complementary football um not as wide open in the in the in the drop back, just like our drop back passing in normal down. So, you know, you look at all those things. Which makes me wonder, what is the number? I mean, what is a good, what is a good run pass number in his offense? I don't think there is one. I think you go game by game and find out what's working for you and you stay with it. I don't but, think, but I mean. Clearly it, he wants to be balanced if he can. Well, yeah, I mean, it, but it depends on, you got to, Look, football's football. You got to take what the defense gives you until other proven otherwise. And you got to be able to do that. You can't go into a game and say, "Hey, we're going to run the ball 80% of the time." You can't you just can't because that's you may have that as your objective as what you think should work going into a football game because of the fact what you've seen on film, but it could change in an, in the blink of an eye and all of a sudden they're rolling the safeties, and, and you've got the seam wide open. If you don't take it, well, then you're ignorant, as he said. Well, which immediately makes me think, okay, so if if we we feel like that they want to take a little pressure off of Dak, if you're a defensive coordinator, don't you say, you know what, we're going to take away the run. We're going to do everything we can to take away the run, and we're going to make him beat us, if that's, if that's your philosophy. I mean, you, there, it's a cat I, and mouse thing. I would. I would make Dak Prescott beat me if I'm going against a Cowboys team that has been successful running the ball. That's my game plan. I'm going to go stack the box and say, hey, until this cat can beat me, I'm going to give him the middle of the field. But it, it clearly sounds to me, and again, I'm just trying to read between the lines here, that in March – of course, this is March and not July, not August, and certainly not September. But in July, or March rather, he sounds like he wants to he wants to achieve some balance in the offense. And as you mentioned, if you can get that done, then it allows the defense to be on the sideline a little bit more and fresher legs in the fourth quarter when the game is on the line. Oh, I think he wants to put the will on the offensive line and the running game. I don't think he gives a damn about being balanced. 
So you think he would rather run the ball than than throw I, it? Period. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, well, he wants to run. He wants to run the ball and throw the ball when it's called for. That would be an interesting concept. I mean, so if I don't you, know if today's NFL will work. Well, like I was going to say everybody and their grandmothers are going to know you're throwing the football, which makes it more difficult. Uh, you know. That's why I always wondered was first first down one of the better downs to throw the football. Uh, it, it, well, we in, in this I love this conversation. It's eight fifteen, uh, but we got to keep moving here this morning. Fifteen after eight. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on game time, let's talk some Ranger baseball with Jared Sandler. You're not just relying on one guy and Jacob Degrom who's injury prone. Four of the five guys you could attach that label to, which hopefully you're not super unlucky and, and deal with the injuries from all four of those guys. In which case, I think the depth is huge and where the Rangers are now. I think it's the most talented rotation that. They they have ever had heading into a season. I don't think they've ever had this type of talent and this type of depth in their rotation. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Welcome back to The Naked Truck. It's time to answer more listener questions. Today's note comes from Josh, and Josh writes, Dear Pickup Outfitters, can you please help me with my wife? I bought a new truck, which I love, and I love to show it off on Saturdays when we take the kids to the soccer games. But here's the problem. My wife keeps nagging me to put a cover on that truck bed. She calls it naked, accuses me of embarrassing her in front of all the children and other moms. But I don't want to cut into my hunting budget and spend too much on a bed cover. What can I do? Dear Josh, we have your solution. Pickup Outfitters has slashed prices on bed covers. Folding covers are now $100 off. Retractable covers are now at least $150 off. Some covers are up to $500 or 20% off. And it will keep your hunting gear safe and secure. Next trip to the soccer fields, take a detour down Lake Erie Drive and pull into Pickup Outfitters. Check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Thank you. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. The conversations. I didn't get a chance to get started. It's 819. By the way, did you know what today is? It is National... Egg McMuffin Day. Egg McMuffin Day, National, like, Be Kind to Your Neighbor Day or something. Don't no. know about that one. Banana Cream Day. There nah, you go. That's the what one. is banana cream? Is that like banana Banana pudding? cream pie? You've never You've had never banana had cream ban- pie? No. Gross. What is wrong with you? I don't really care for bananas. Me either. I what is wrong with you? I don't. They have a taste. Like when you bite one, it just stays in your mouth all day. I, I know you're supposed to eat them because it I helps like with the texture. I have one every morning. He does. I know because I can see them in the trash can when I come in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're good. I know like it gives you what? Potassium. And mm-hmm. you're supposed to have that. But I'd rather just take a potassium vitamin than eat a banana. You don't Although. Like, you don't like banana pudding? No. Now that oh I like. my goodness. No, that no, I no, like. No. I do like frozen bananas dipped in chocolate because then you taste the chocolate and you don't taste the banana. Ugh. See, I don't mind the taste of bananas, just the texture. Something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with me. I didn't even know pigs could swim, so there you go. They can. I didn't even I thought know you were going to say pigs can fly. Well, they can. They can. You put them on no, a plane? No, I know they can't fly. Have you never seen a pig do the backstroke? No. <laughs> no. Come on. No. Really? No. You got to live a little bit. I've seen a pig run when I'm hunting it, but I have never <laughs> seen a pig swim. Backstroke. That either. How can they? They're so big. You got to go to the Bahamas and see this. Well. They do. Better tell Scott so I can go. <laughs> oh. I think he had one too many martinis on there. <laughs> I think he Deck. he had a sugar donut this morning. So what, would you, and by the way, thank you for the donut. You're welcome. But here's the question. If it's Egg McMuffin Day, how did we get a donut? Why didn't we get I an didn't Egg McMuffin? Because I didn't know it was Egg McMuffin Day till like... Too late? And actually, as much as I love you guys, Courtney brought those in. Our girl oh. up front. But I didn't want her. I didn't want y'all to be forgotten. That's why I brought you one. Oh, so this was not you taking care of it. It was a team effort. She this bought was a, Courtney from team, the Courtney front bought, office. No, Courtney bought them. I served them. There you go. See? <laughs> so you were, up until 30 seconds ago, you were taking credit for those donuts. No, I was yes, not. Yes, you was. I didn't take credit. That is not true. Y- yes, you Courtney did. Courtney buys Steph flies. There you go. Yeah, I like that. That's a good motto. That's a good motto. Mm-mm-mm. But let me tell you what I can't. So the other day when we were talking about whatever it was I was talking about, 
It's Thursday, so <laughs> I don't even remember now. But mark that <laughs> one twenty-five. We, we talked about something, and we went into axe throwing. Remember that? And we said that there are some places here in town where you can go throw an axe. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's pretty what? popular everywhere right now, isn't it? Well, yes, yeah. it's, no, it's my backyard. I it, mean, you know. Yeah, well, it does team building, but they actually have. A world axe throwing league. Really? They do. They do. U.S. is on board, Canada, South America, Africa, Europe, Asia, New Zealand, and some other places. Um, But. You've never heard of the NATL? No. No, but I've heard of the WATL, World Axe Throwing League. I was going national. I was going national. Just making it up. But this guy named Dylan Teets. He was the 2022 champion, world champion axe throwing dude from Orlando, Florida. He's held that title for two years. You know what he is? But an axe throwing dude. He is. Now, they. ATD. Yeah. So this guy is really good, and he's trying to get his third world title, I guess, in 2023. But this throwing thing was, uh, this axe throwing was invented. <laughs> this throwing thing. Back in the Middle Ages, soldiers would use axes. During war, because yeah. I don't think they had guns like for gunpowder, so they used an axe, right? If you say so, Steph, I'm just rolling with. Didn't it. you watch? Yeah, like the Lone Ranger. Remember that? And the Indians, they would have axes and bow and arrows. Okay. Okay. So, right. anyways, but here's a here's and some the Lone Ranger was, would be factual. That was called a tomahawk. Right. That's what I was gonna go to. It's also called tomahawk throwing. The axe throwing championships are on the Ocho. On the Ocho. ESPN 8. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. but get this. Here are some tips to be a good axe thrower. You can do throw it with one hand or two hands. You need to maintain your balance while you're throwing. Keep yourself straight up and stable before and during throwing. And it's the best to avoid alcohol while throwing and competing. <laughs> well, in order to be straight up, I think you have to do that. I know. But we were talking about, you know, these places around town and cities have these axe throwing things. And it's taken on. It's supposed to help team building, you know, for... Yeah, but you know, don't company. they serve? They serve alcohol, okay. so don't drink alcohol when you're throwing the you know, axe. They'll, they'll, yeah. they, they can take them on the road. I don't know if you see, like, if there's a grand opening for, let's say, a department store or something. They can take they, it out there. They, they take trailers where you That's can. Kinda, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. How about hey, that? maybe yeah. we could have one come here. With the camels? With the camels. We could. You right. never know. We could, like, put the, the bullseye up. We can get on the camel. And why the camels go and throw the axe to the target. Yeah, that works like out. It, that might work like in the movies. Think with me, people. What Hang mo- on a second. What, what movie? movie? What movie has a guy on a camel throwing an axe? Indiana Jones. Aladdin. Huh? Aladdin. Aladdin? The cartoon? No, he was on a magic carpet ride. <laughs> he was on the magic carpet ride. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Have another energy drink. I get it. <laughs> But I don't I'm think sure, it's the energy drink. I'm sure there. there I'm oh. sure there are camel riding, camel axe throwing competitions. Uh, Ryan's gonna look it up, or maybe it was like a bow and arrow. I, I would venture to say there's not. Well, if this was vin- invented in the Middle Ages using axe soldiers, I'm sure over there across the ocean, 100 miles in the or Middle more. East or Middle Asia, they had camels. Middle Asia. Asia. So, is it where in is the that? Middle? Where, where exactly is that? In the middle. Oh, of course it is. How stupid of me. Isn't it in the middle of the world? 
<laughs> I mean, not like the ocean middle. It kind of depends on where the earth is turning. But isn't it in the middle? Yeah, because it changes, right? <laughs> not the land, but the uh, earth moves. Why are y'all laughing at me? Ford. Ford is turning red over there. You can't breathe. Anyways. Oh, this is great. <laughs> just saying. We so got off. I don't even know where we're going with this conversation. Now we're also on the, camels and axe throwing. Also, I can't find anything about camel <laughs> camel riding and axe throwing at the same don't time. Don't see? So it was we in would the be, movies. It would be a world first. Put your beard down first, then throw. Otherwise, you might spill your beer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny. That's funny. Pretty good advice. Yeah. Well, I think we could get a team together. The full, I'm on board. I think we should try it. We've been trying. We've been wanting to try all this other stuff. I bring home. We haven't tried one thing, but she's no, 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 no. You've been wanting to try all this stuff. We've been kind of passing, except for on the Not camel all. thing. The one thing we want to do, you don't get done for us. You know what? I'm going to call Mr. Bomb today and set up. It's 85 degrees outside with rain. I'm not getting wet. <laughs> I will call today. What would be different about that? What do you mean? Never mind. Okay. I'll call Mr. Bomb today, make an appointment for next week when it looks like it's going to be sunny, and we will go visit the camels. Keep Fantastic. your schedule free. <laughs> and bring a camera. We are going to video this. Well, we all have phones. Yeah, that have cameras, right? Yeah. But I think it'll be fun. We'd be, it'll be fun. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got to go sell don't, something. Don't bring any axes. <laughs> I won't. Or a bow and arrow. All right, it's 828. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Pat Nunley, our guest. It was February 20th, 1979. Aaron, quite simply, it was the game in which Benny Johnson and Pat Nunley combined to score 62 in a big win over the Horn Frogs. Pat, what, what, when you think back on that historic game, what do you remember? Well, I remember Benny getting 50. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952 and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies plus fast personal interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face -face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. 
Maya Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The high school girls state basketball tournament starts today in San Antonio with the 1A, 3A, and 5A semifinals. The 2A, 4A, and 6A semifinals are tomorrow with La Vega playing Glen Rose at 1.30. In Big 12 basketball, TCU upset Texas 75-73 and Kansas State topped Oklahoma 85-68. Baylor, Texas, and Kansas State are all now tied for second in the Big 12 standings, two games behind first place Kansas. The Texas Rangers lost to the Padres 5-1 and to the Dodgers 4-2 in split squad action yesterday. The Rangers are now 3-4 and four in Cactus League action. Brian Flores can pursue a discrimination suit against the NFL. The league tried to move the claim to arbitration but a New York federal judge has ruled that the case should go to court. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with La Vega Lady Pirates basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ryan Fox, Ward White's along with you. Joining us now, state-bound, heading to San Antonio, head coach of the La Vega Lady Pirates, Coach Marcus Willis. Coach, good morning. How are we? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, it's a great morning. Thank you so much for asking. How are you guys doing? How has this week been for your team, knowing that you're prepping to go play for a state championship? Um, you, you know what? You know it's it's been fun. It's been exciting. Um, we, we've had a great week of preparation. Uh, everybody's been locked in, um, and everybody's ready to go. How has I mean? What do you do this week? I mean, isn't quote the haze in the barn, so to speak? Is this more about just staying sharp, or or is this really about digging deep and trying to get better? Uh, a little bit of both, staying sharp and digging deep, and trying to get better. So you know, I talked to some of my mentors throughout the throughout the week, you know, because I kind of pondered in my head on what direction I, I, I go for the preparation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some of some of my great people that I really trust and believe in the, you know, in the basketball world and life in general, um, just changed absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, you know, we got after it. We had some fun. Uh, we did exactly what we've been doing all year. Have you talked to your team about, hey, look, this is a big building, it but it's no different. The court's the same size. The goal's the same size. You have to be yourself more than anything else. Absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing. You know, I, I think, you know, once the once the jitters, you know, get, get out the way, you know, the first the, the first one that executes the game plan and stays locked in and get all that out the way, I believe will be the most successful. So we talked about that, you know, all week about just understanding that this is still a, a gym. 
uh, a gym with goals that we have to put the basketball in to be able to win. Um, so, yeah, we're just trying to block all that out. And once again, like I talked about yesterday, just trying to treat this as a normal tournament, normal as possible. I know that's hard to do, uh, but that is our focus, is trying to just focus on a, a no, more normalcy as possible. Coach, how do you how do you prep for Saturday? I know you got to take care of Friday or there won't be a Saturday, but you can't ignore Saturday either. How, how, what's the process for you and the staff as far as getting ready for Saturday but also taking care of Friday first? Well, uh, it, 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 it was a tad bit different of preparation, understanding that we were preparing, uh, preparing for both days. Um, so we just did a little bit more of, of edging into film on, you know, on all teams. Um, not overlooking Glen Rose at all whatsoever because we have to take care of business tomorrow. Uh, but I think that was the only slight edge of preparation. Um, regardless of who we play on Friday, regardless of who we play on Saturday, we still have to play La Vega girls basketball. So as long as we do that, we'll be fine. I think the slight edge was just you know, just more executing inside of the game film. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll cross Saturday's bridge once we take care of Friday. What is the scouting report on Glen Rose? Is Is it more of you still have to – put the pressure on them, stay on the balls of your feet, and try to keep this in a full-court game where you can get that transition going the way you want to? Oh, yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, we know that that's the best part of our game, and we also know that's the hardest part uh, for people to stop. Uh, so, of course, playing a team like get Glenn Rose, well-coached, uh, solid half-court game, uh, very important. We know he's going to try to slow us down, and that's something we cannot do. Uh, so we're going to definitely uh, control the pace, control the tempo, uh, get out and transition and get some easy buckets. You you talk about control of the pace and the tempo. How how do you get that in your favor? Uh, defense wins wins championships. Uh, you know our biggest motto and you, my girls would say that you can't play defense, you can't play for me. So the <laughs> biggest thing about it is setting the tempo up 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 front. You know trying to you know get a deflection, trying to get a steal, trying to get a turnover, trying to get an easy bucket, trying to score in transition. You know those type of things like that. Take taking a charge. You know some type of you know defensive type of mindset that we have, I think, gets us blazing, gets us going. Uh, we're able to control the tempo at the beginning of the game, and we get a hold of it. We understand momentum is going to change, but, you know, it, it, we usually get an advantage once we do that. Coach, if they do get in that half-court offense and try to work it down on the block to their bigs, how important is it for you to be able to defend that but not get yourself in foul trouble? We, you know, we have three that we can rotate. You know, we have three six-footers that can play against, you know, his six-footer. Uh, so we have no problems in rotating any of our three. Um, we actually got some big guards that can actually get down that low and, and kind of punish it, you know, punish the paint as well, too. So, you know, our game paint is definitely trying to stay out of foul trouble for sure. Uh, but, you know, even if it is put, put into a half-court situation, you know, we've also prepped for that as well, too. We played a lot of great teams this year. Um, that actually, you know, put us in a situation where we had to set up in the half court, which we did that for a reason because we knew we may have to do that, uh, you know, in March. So we're well prepared for a half court game as well, too. How, how do you or have you prepared your your young ladies to to play in this atmosphere where there's going to be so many people, big arena, and in, in you know, just all of the all of the outside stuff that that goes into playing in the state tournament. Uh, well, some of the things we did, I, I, won't, I won't tell you some of the secrets. So, <laughs> again, we don't know who's listening. But, you know, some of the things we did do in practice, uh, uh, we, we did do in practice this week was playing loud music, um, you know, kind of getting some crowd type of atmosphere, mm -hmm. you know, inside of our gym just to know it's going to be extremely loud. You may not be able to hear me on the sidelines. So we did some of that type of activity. 
uh, just to kind of understand that this is a different environment. It's going to be very, very loud. A lot, lot of high school basketball fans inside the Alamo Dome. Uh, so that was one thing I can tell you that we kind of, you know, worked on. Just understanding our environment and trying to control it as much as we can. What does tonight look like for your team? The, the, the opportunity to be together as a team and have that unity building and just, is it more laid back? Is it kind of getting ready for the peak when you hit the court tomorrow at one thirty? You know, you know, you know what, uh, what I think, I think us being us, you know, us being laid back makes us, us, you know, um, you know, we're very unique. Our culture is very different. So, I mean, I don't think today is no different than any other tournament that we'd be traveling. We're just doing it a day early. Um, so of course we're about to get on the road in the next 30 minutes or so. Um, you know, we'll stop and eat lunch. Uh, we'll practice when we get to San Antonio. Uh, we'll go watch a basketball game. We wanted to catch Fairfield, but unfortunately our time just could not do that. Um, so while we're on the phone right now, we want to say good luck to uh, Fairfield, Lady Eagles, and also Hearn as well, too, representing Central Texas uh, and San Antonio. So definitely want to wish them uh, good luck uh, while, while, we're, while I'm on the phone. But we'll catch, I think, Holiday in Columbus, um, and then we have a shoot-around today at the Alamo Dome. Um, and after that, we'll have our team dinner, team meeting. Um, I'll let them enjoy themselves for a little bit because you have to um, as long as it's controlled. Um, and then uh, we'll life out, um, and we'll get ready to take care of business on, on tomorrow. Coach, thanks. Uh, we appreciate your time. We wish you the very best, and uh, look forward to uh, to listening to Ward on the call tomorrow at one thirty. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you so much, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Good luck. Have a great day. That is, Boy, they got a plan, don't they, Ward? I mean, he, Absolutely. He, he, he's laid it out, and he's thought it through, and you got to do that. Yeah. You got to do that. And I like the way he approaches everything. Mm-hmm. He he kind of gets you going. Well, I I can play for this guy. I, yeah, I, I I can I can go underneath this. But guy. you can't play for him if you can't play defense. Yeah, I love that man. Yeah. I love that. Good stuff. Uh, it's eight forty one. We're fourteen away from five. And he he mentioned uh, Fairfield and Hearn. I, look, wish him the very best. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, Fairfield's going to be getting underway in a little bit. So yeah, uh, just and that's a team. No scores up yet. I was going to see if there's any scores, but no scores up yet. Well, they're just ten minutes into it with Huckabee uh, and Iron County. Uh, Natchez and Nazareth at 10 o'clock, Fairfield and Winsboro at 1.30, mm-hmm. Holiday and Columbus, the game he was talking about trying to catch this afternoon, that tips at 3. That's the 3A semifinal. And then the 5A semifinals tonight, San Antonio Wagner and Frisco Liberty and Lubbock Cooper tonight taking on Lamar uh, uh, Fulcher. Uh, that tips off at 8.30. So Hearn will play right before La Vega tomorrow in the 2A semifinal at 10 a.m. How about that? So you got 1A, 3A, and 5A today, 2A, 4A, and 6A tomorrow in the semifinals, and then all your championship games coming up uh, on Friday and Saturday. So it should be good stuff. All right, it, it is uh, 841. We're 19 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And again, don't forget uh, over at Midway High School, you've got the 3A regional tournament. Lorena will be in action uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. So uh, if you're not able to get down and support La Vega down in San Antonio, you can certainly support the uh, Lorena guys as they get ready to uh, play in the regional semifinals. And that'll be at Midway tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. All right, 841. We're 19 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are brought to you, are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. We're brought to you in part by... Our good friends at, you ready? Drum roll. Yeah. 
Morrison's Gifts, our good folks over at Morrison's Gifts. Hey, if you're looking for a, a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, a holiday gift of any kind, or maybe just a gift because... No particular reason, just want to just wanna do something nice for that special someone, then the place to go is Morrison's Gifts. They've been doing this since 1979. They're over in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. They've, they've done it so well that they've outgrown their space, and they've had to move down two doors. Yeah, it's two doors, just two doors down. Uh, they've moved down there, and they've got a lot more space, a lot more products and, and gift ideas to choose from. And uh, Sally and, and the staff will be more than happy to, uh, to to help you out and show you around. You can even get into a baseball conversation with Mark if he's hanging around. So, I mean, it's a kind of a cool place just to go, go check out. And, again, look, they're going to give you free gift wrapping. And if they need to deliver for you, they'll deliver for you. They're going to take great care of you and take the stress off of you Put it onto them, and you're going to love doing business that way with our good friends at Morrison's Gifts. It could be a John Hart bag. It could be uh, leather goods. It could be a Consuela bag or purse. It could be a key ring. It could be Times candles. It could be jewelry. It could be it could be a, a, a you know, Waco. It, maybe you're going to send maybe you're going to send a friend uh, some cool stuff that's uh, that's Waco generated or Waco oriented. Well, you can certainly get that at at Morrison's Gifts as well. 4308 West Waco Drive. That, of course, is right down from Jason's Deli in the Brassus Square Shopping Center. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women close the regular season Saturday on Senior Day in the Farrell Center hosting West Virginia. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you 
with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The high school girls state basketball tournament starts today in San Antonio with the 1A, 3A, and 5A semifinals. The 2A, 4A, and 6A semifinals are tomorrow with La Vega playing Glen Rose at 1.30. In Big 12 basketball, TCU upset Texas 75-73 and Kansas State topped Oklahoma 85-68. Baylor, Texas, and Kansas State are all now tied for second in the Big 12 standings, two games behind first place Kansas. The Texas Rangers lost to the Padres 5-1 and to the Dodgers 4-2 in split squad action yesterday. The Rangers are now 3-4 and four in Cactus League action. Brian Flores can pursue a discrimination suit against the NFL. The league tried to move the claim to arbitration but a New York federal judge has ruled that the case should go to court. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up at 4, it's the Matt Mosley Show. At 3 o'clock this afternoon, it's the John Morse program right here on ESPN Central Texas. So there you go. I I wanted to do this this story for Ward because he is so in tuned and so locked in on this PGA versus Live thing. He loves it. He can't talk about it enough. And so I thought we would we'd discuss it a, a, in, in, in a little more detail. Actually, this is more about the PGA, but I think once you hear this, I think this is a reaction to, to the Live Golf t- uh, Tour. The PGA Tour has decided that uh, in not all terms, but in, in, in some designated events, that it will reduce the number of players to somewhere between 70 and 78 and not have a cut. So if you show up, you're getting a paycheck. 
Don't that, you get a paycheck just for showing up? No, you don't in the PGA. Oh. If you don't make the cut, you've just traveled to wherever and spent all that money. That's the live that. Yes, those those dudes have a. That's a, where I'm playing. Yeah, they have it. The live guys have a uh, a participation check. So yeah, those dudes do, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, this is this is uh, the PGA is now saying, you know, because I think they always start off with about 150 players. And then they get, then they cut it down after 36, and about half the field's gone. And then they go play uh, the the uh, the Saturday and Sunday rounds. And you know, if you if you make the cut on uh, and play Saturday and Sunday, you're going to make some money. Uh, so they're going to do that on some. Uh, also, starting next year, fields at designated events will be comprised of the top 50 players who qualify for the BMW Championships during the previous season's FedEx Cup playoffs, plus the top 10 players not otherwise eligible on the current FedEx Cup points race. There will also be five places earned through the performance in non-designated events. The uh, changes will not apply to the four majors. They're, they're, you know, So the Masters, U.S. Open, PGA Championship, and the British Open, or as they like to call it, just simply the open championship, those those things won't affect it. But clearly this is a reaction. They're reaching. To, this is a reaction. Yeah, they're reaching, trying to get more stable because the live is is giving them a run for their money. I think they're just tr- they're trying to hold on to what they got, sounds like to me. Yeah, I mean. They, they want to keep the Roy McElroys and the Tiger Woods playing on this tour. And, you know, it's it. Look, they're two totally different deals. I mean, the way Liv goes about it with team competition, no cuts, mm-hmm. uh, in in number of rounds and number of events and that kind of thing. I mean, they're just going about it very differently. And I think it's the whole problem is the PGA thought that they were above everybody and everything, and nothing would ever challenge the PGA. And that's just not the case now. And they're panicking. Well, and the other issue for them, and it's always kind of been an issue, but they've kind of just kind of tacked it into a corner. Those events, those events that are not the non-majors, they're big for those cities. But are they big television draws? You know, it's, it's, is, that, is the Houston Open a big TV draw? No. But the Masters is, right? You know, I mean, and I think that's part of their issue is how do they, you know, are the purses as big? Of course not. So, But those other tournaments never will be. I don't care what they do. Unless they put more money in it and figure out a way to get the top players to go. The top players don't go to those events. Well, I still, I don't care if Tiger's playing in the Houston Open. I'm not watching it. I am. I, I, I mean, seriously. If Roy McIlroy and Tiger and some of the, some of the top 10, top 20 players are in these events. I think they they become more relevant. Sometimes when you look at a leaderboard on a Saturday in some of these non-major events, you look and go, who is that? Mm-hmm. Unless you are a... Unless you follow it day to day. Bingo. And there's not a ton of those people. You know, they're, they're not... That's not, the, that's not the majority. That's the minority. Well, it always has been. Yeah. That hasn't changed. So how do you make? I mean, it got to be majority when you had the big names in golf, and those names are not 
really there as much. I mean, there's still some. I mean, Ricky Fowler's still in there and Jordan Spieth and I mean, there's there's guys Justin Thomas. Yeah, yeah, there's guys that still ring the bell a little bit. But you got to get them to go to the tournaments. Well, and they're not going to. So I think they're just not making these purses doable. That's you know, it's it's about making money. I mean, doesn't it, doesn't everything doesn't everything come down to money eventually? Yeah, and so but I just I don't I don't see I don't see Tiger or those guys playing in the Houston. I mean. The Colonial's getting to where it's it's tough to to get some of the big names there. Now Fowler still shows up and Jordan still shows up, and they they draw a crowd. Yeah, and I don't know what their television numbers are. I don't suspect they're great, um, but I watch the Colonial because I've been going to the Colonial since I was mm-hmm. a little kid. I watched the Byron Nelson because it's in Dallas, and I've been to that, and I've played you that course. To it. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to it. Yeah. But other people across the country are not. They're not watching those tournaments. And that's what the PGA's task is right now, to try to make all of those tournaments relevant. And I, I don't know think, that you can. I don't think they can. I'm uh, with you. All I, right. I think it's an impossibility. 8.55, we're out of here. Have a great day. We'll see you in the morning.